from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use. Note how it continues now. This is the broadcast for October the 15th in the year of our Lord, 2019. Our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot to cover today. I'll be as quick as I can, then straight to our guest. Ammon Bundy is going to be holding a press conference today at 11 a.m. Uh, you can find the video as soon as it's uh, put up here, right after the press conference, on the uh, Bundy Ranch page or on Ammon Bundy's Facebook pages. So check that out. What is it about, you ask? It's about Rick Corber. And Rick Corber is known as the free capitalist. He's been a radio guy for quite a long time. He's had a lot of trouble, though. They claim that he uh, frauded securities and all this kind of stuff. Um, but the battles have been going on, and they've been trying to convict Rick Corber forever. And really, uh, I think the federalities are out to get him. I just think that, uh, you know what? He was uh, promoting a lot of good and a lot of education. And, man, they're they're ready to barbecue poor Rick Corber. And uh, we've known Rick personally. And, you know, I know there's a lot of twists and turns in that case. But I'm telling you, uh, I think the government is just uh, their rogue on a bender like they were Ammon Bundy. Literally, they're going to lie. They're going to perjure themselves. They're going to, um, you know, withhold sculptory evidence in court. They're going to, I mean, it's just out of control. So anyway, watch for that. I don't mean to digress into that. We're going to have Ammon Bundy on tomorrow to break that down just for you of exactly what happens to Rick um, in the sentencing today uh, and to break down the press conference uh, that's happening today at 11 o'clock. Check out the Ammon Bundy Facebook page or the Bundy Family Facebook page for more details on that. Without further ado, Joel Skousen, World Affairs Brief. Dot com. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable. Any comment on that before we move on here? No, I do think, though, however, that, uh, you know, Rick did make some uh, uh, tax and other mistakes there that allowed the door to open for them, him to get into trouble with them. And clearly there's a vendetta going on, but I think he opened the door. I think you're right about that. I also think, uh, sadly, though, hey, guys like Steve Stockman are in prison. Uh, and again, he may have made a mistake or two that opened the door, too. But again, uh, look, the good guys seem to go to jail in many ways because they make a mistake and it gets taken advantage of. Even Randy Weaver made some mistakes that let uh, that all go down. Uh, but the government literally is on a bender, sir. Well, as many laws as we have, Sam and uh, Joel, I mean, <laughs> almost anybody is a criminal, I think. Well, no, I'm not going to go there about, uh, you know, petty little laws. I mean... There were financial laws broken, and that leads the door. You just can't mess around with tax evasion. Yeah, and I agree with that uh, for sure. I guess I'm just saying there seems to be a double standard, and the government seems to be on well, a bender. Of course, that's for there's sure. a double standard. There's an immunity pact for those that are parts of the deep state. You know, they do whatever they want, and, uh, uh, and they get away with it. But uh, as I say, people on our side have to be careful. Amen to that. Now, Donald Trump made a mistake, um, and I don't know if he's going to be impeached. Do you think? Let's just ask a couple of quick questions. Do you think Donald's going to be impeached? Well, <clears throat> I think it's a 50-50 chance he, he will be. Uh, and the reason I say that is because this evidence is so flimsy. And the fact that there are so many people uh, intent on... Uh, proceeding with this impeachment uh, inquiry, including Republicans like Mitt Romney and other mainstream uh, uh, illiberal Republicans, uh, that it almost appears that there's a conspiracy that uh, is more than just the Democrats to take down Donald Trump. And I'm sure that the Republican, the rhino Republicans, Lindsey Graham and 
and Mitt Romney and others um, want him removed, want to run Mitt Romney. And I think that's why Mitt is taking an ambivalent position now about impeachment, even though he's in favor of it. Uh, I think if it push came to shove, he would vote against impeachment just and have other Republicans in the Senate vote for it so that he could be clear to run in, in Trump's place without, you know, raising excessive ire among the Trump supporters. I think that's how deep the conspiracy runs. I can see that, and I agree with that. And my issue about this impeachment is, even though there's no evidence here, they're literally barbecuing uh, President Trump in the court of public opinion. Now, I'm not a Trump supporter necessarily, but I will call a spade a spade. They're on a um, more than a witch hunt here. I think it borders on criminal activity. When you use the Democratic Party in the way they have, when you have Barack Obama spying on President Trump using the Oval Office as his, you know, uh, ability to do so, etc. At some point, they've crossed so many lines, it isn't funny, uh, and they're viol- they're violating due process here. I mean, Donald should be able to face his accusers. We should have some kind of a, a reality check. Hey, if you've got articles of impeachment, file them. Let the House vote on them. But they just want to use the court of, court of public opinion and the media to agitate, 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 while they, what, twist arms behind the scenes so that when it eventually comes up, they'll be ready? Well, there's more to it than that. Um, you know, the, the keeping the whistleblower's name secret, of course, is important because these are CIA agency people. And, uh, I mean, important for the opposition. It's absolutely illegal, and that's why they're not going to go to articles of impeachment. So they don't have to reveal. Uh, so there aren't rules of evidence. So they can use hearsay evidence. I mean, everything is a trumped-up uh uh, charge, but they're hoping to get some kind of smoking gun, and they're not going to get it, I don't think. Um, you know, whether they're talking about Rudy Giuliani and his other, um, you know, forays into the Ukraine situation or the whistleblowers. I mean, we have the transcript, and that's all there is. I mean, that's the real evidence that it doesn't show any collusion at all. All right, it's Joel. Interesting. Now, let me just say, though, sure. it's very interesting that Fox News has turned against uh, Trump. Uh, if they ever were for him, uh, you know, Fox News plays conservative, but it's really part of the conspiracy against uh, our liberty. Uh, but uh, Andrew uh, Napolitano, uh, Judge Napolitano, came out with a scurrilous attack against Donald Trump, claiming criminal and other impeachable men, and then didn't list a single criminal offense because there aren't any. And then Tucker Carlson came out against uh, Donald Trump, saying it was, uh, you know, unsupportable. You can't spin this in any other way. It's unsupportable. And that just isn't true at all. Uh, I mean, there was no pressure at all. Uh, the president of Ukraine was like a eager lapdog to please Donald Trump. You can't see any pressure at all in the conversation. Anything you want, you're my mentor, uh, et cetera. And then uh, Fox News coming out with this. A uh, poll showing that 51% of Americans favor impeachment, and that has been shown by the polling company to be untrue. I'm covering that in the World Affairs Brief on Friday, how they say that Fox News manipulated that poll to show their results. It does not show that 51% of Americans favor impeachment. Uh, amen to that. They lied. They got caught doing it. All right, let's move on and talk turkey, sir. We know you got a short time with us today because you've got a bunch of things going on, but we want to make sure we get to the turkey discussion. Well, the Turkey problem is is that uh, Trump gave a green light to Turkey, basically said, uh, we're not going to stand in the way of your uh, taking this buffer zone of 30 miles in Turkey. Uh, now, the, Turkey wants supposedly, this is the, the official story, they want this buffer zone to be able to repatriate all the millions of Syrian refugees that they're having in Turkey. Okay, that may be legitimate. 
But when they talk about spending $27 billion building housing and uh, uh, radio stations and other you know, Turkish facilities in there, they're not planning on doing this on a temporary basis. They're planning on occupying this thing permanently. And so that's what the mistake was of the U.S. for, for, uh, for green lighting this. And uh, there's a couple of things that have emerged in the first week. First of all, uh, Turkey started attacking within the day after, uh, or in the same day that Trump, not three days later as the media is. But there were airstrikes. There were all kinds of secret incursions going on immediately. And we also found out the U.S. troops were not, in fact, pulled out. Trump uh, talked about pulling out uh, two observation posts, a total of a dozen people, or two dozen people, I'm sorry. And, in fact, they weren't pulled out. And so Turkey started to put pressure on them by by bracketing them with artillery fire. Bracketing means shooting over them and short of them, explosions on either side of the base. And then Turkey came, came out and said that it was a mistake. Well, the Pentagon says it was no mistake. They've been there for months. Turkey, no, they've had liaison with Turkey. They've got the exact coordinates. They were basically saying, you said you were going to get out. You're not getting out, and so we're going to scare you out. Well, that did accelerate the U.S. Uh, exit from these two observation posts, and uh, Turkey has moved in to capture those. They have also shelled a convoy with uh, uh, Kurdish fighters, uh, civilians, and even journalists that were with them, uh, international journalists, and they filed reports, though it didn't hit the mainstream press here in America. Um one of the things that I complained about was that, in fact, uh, there was no withdrawal. I, last Friday, even before, you know, I, I didn't know that they hadn't, in fact, pulled out all of the people from that uh, observation post. I was making the point there are thousands of other U.S. troops in other parts of Syria that aren't being pulled out. And, uh, and so I was skeptical that this was, in fact, a pullout or that the Pentagon was complying uh, with Trump. Now it appears this week that they are complying, and all the troops, including the thousands to the south, are leaving Syria. And that's the reason the neocons are in such a, an uproar over this, because they don't want to see um, a Syria free again. And, uh, and uh, they want, don't want them basically win. But a pullout is happening, and all the troops are leaving. And here's the, you know, and I was very critical of Donald Trump for green lighting this. Even though I'm opposed to all of this intervention in Syria, uh, you know, leaving the Kurds to hang out to dry was a bad move. But there's a silver line that's come to pass just yesterday, and that is that Syria has now made an alliance and replaced the United States as the protector of the Kurds, as it should be. And Syria is now moving into the areas that the Kurds have to protect them. And they're regaining access to all of the northern oil fields, which the U.S. had kept away from Syria through their occupation over the years. And so Donald Trump, even though he made a big mistake by greenlighting Turkey going in there, he did the right thing in pulling troops out. And now we're finding the natural order of things is allowing Syria to come forward. The concern was it might create instability, but that actually might stabilize things more than people think. Let's come back and talk about that with Joel Skousen. Worldaffairsbrief.com, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, an incredible weekly update on what's happening in the world. Commentary on a troubled world, folks. Worldaffairsbrief.com. Hey, listen up. 
This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress. Now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married and have some kids. A lot of people thought Donald Mistake could destabilize the region over there in Turkey and Syria, etc. But you know what? Even though Donald made a big mistake in uh, uh, allowing this uh, somewhat vacuum to take place, the natural order of things is returning. It's a silver lining, to say the least, where, you know what, it might actually stabilize the region more so than we thought, Joel Skousen. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, uh, analyzing right now with Turkey uh, or with uh, Syria backing the Kurds now and the Russians backing the Syrians. Uh, it looks like, you know, Russia's trying to play it careful because they're wooing uh, Turkey. You've got Turkey's got half a foot with the Soviet camp now and uh, half a foot in NATO, and that's very beneficial to Russia to have access to NATO secrets through a, a NATO member. Uh, but um, and that's why I don't think that uh, the Russians have directly threatened uh, Turkey. But they are backing strongly the Syrian army, making sure that the Turks uh, don't uh, attack the Syrian army. And so this may well be the the thing that thwarts uh, Turkey. And as I say, this is the natural order: is that Syria and its allies uh, are now fighting against the globalist intrusion. Uh, of Syria with all of their uh, uh, the terrorists that the U.S. has backed with money and arms, including ISIS, which the U.S. created out of the uh, uh, about 50 percent of the Syrian rebels. They just gave them a name change. You're now ISIS. And sure, they can be reconstituted at will because the U.S. rescues ISIS out of every one of those battles and sends them back into Syria to reintegrate with the rebels, and then they can take them back out of the rebel forces and reconstitute them at will. I mean, uh, this is just a very evil deep state system that we're dealing with, and Donald Trump is thwarting that unknowingly. Unfortunately, he doesn't know about the deep state creating ISIS. He's ignorant of that, uh, but he's following his instincts and pulling troops out of Syria. And now, 
we're seeing the benefit of that. The Russia's taking it uh, over and protecting Syrian sovereignty, which is claiming I want all foreign troops out of my country. And uh, uh, the Turks, uh, the U.S. is leaving. Uh, the Russians were invited in, so they're not the uninvited, as Syria says. And the Iranians are not the uninvited. They're not the you know, major terror sponsors in the world. The U.S. deep state is that. Is that. Uh, the Iranians are sponsoring the biggest fight against U.S.-backed terrorism, and that's why they're under the, the gun of uh, the American media and the press. But I see that this thing, I, I was, uh, you know, fearful of a bloodbath from Turkey, but, uh, and even though the Syrian army doesn't have the power to confront the entire Turkish army uh, fully, they can handle the, the troops that have made the invasion, if, if Syria wants to up the ante, do a full-scale invasion of Syria, they're going to find great international pressure against them, as well as I think the uh, the Russians will use air power to, uh, and may even shoot down some Syrian F-16s. Uh, it's a shame Syrians are using, you know, our equipment to do this. Uh, well, and in many cases, both sides of these wars use our equipment because we're one of the biggest arms dealers in the world. Now, what's interesting to me, some people say, hey, we can march right in, we can march right out. And I'm one of those people that believe that. Uh, as long as we do it diplomatically and carefully. Um, but what I find fascinating about this, though, is, you know, all the boogeyman that tells you if we leave, everything will just, you know, bust open. It'll be mayhem everywhere. This proves that to be false as well. Well, no, it really doesn't. Uh, had the Russians not intervened and backed Syria, it would have been mayhem. And Turkey would have, you know, cleansed these cities, killed a lot of Kurds, et cetera. And so... Uh, we we can't give Trump credit for that, that, uh, you know, he, he made a mistake by greenlighting this uh, invasion. But fortunately, the natural order of things have come in to save the day so that it looks like it won't be a bloodbath. And oftentimes the natural order of things does come in to save the day. It doesn't always happen, but it happens more than we give credit for as well. That's right. And even though I'm not a fan of, uh, of Russia, they are... Uh, you know, still building weapons of mass destruction along with China to attack the West someday. They are doing the right thing in Syria by countering the U.S.-backed phony war on terror. The U.S. is sponsoring terror, not fighting terror. And so uh, they are taking the opportunity to embarrass the U.S. and expose this. I don't think they've done quite enough to expose, except when they bombed this convoy of ISIS oil tankers lined up at the Turkish border exposing the fact that the U.S. and Turkey were allowing ISIS to sell its oil to Israel through Turkey. And uh, the Russians bombed it and said, this is what you should be doing if you're really fighting terror in the U.S. All right. Well, we're certainly convicting the deep state on this radio broadcast. Joel Skousen, Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby, worldaffairsbrief.com, uh, commentary weekly in your inbox every Friday on a troubled world, to say the least. Again, worldaffairsbrief.com. But Rush Limbaugh has a failure to convict the deep state once again, Joel. Well, he does. You know, he's basically saying, you know, after, uh, you know, Bill Barr's Department of Justice uh, has failed, John Durham, the new special prize, is not going to, I mean, he's claiming to reinvestigate everything that uh, uh, this prosecutor from Utah was hired to do, who did nothing for two years there in Washington. Um, and I just don't think that any of these prosecutions are uh, capping. And so... Uh, Limbaugh basically says, well, the answer is we need to keep winning elections. That's how we win, by getting the majority in the House to Senate in the House. Well, Debbie Kidd, uh, Kidd who I uh, quote in there, says, well, 
let's look at what that happened when we did have control of the House and the Senate and the White House in 2016. How did that work out, she said? Did the GOP majority immediately fund the wall to stop the human crossing? No. Did the GOP majority introduce and pass Dirty Harry Reid's old 1993 anti-illegals bill that includes blowing the whole anchor baby myth right out of the water? No. Did the GOP majority pass Representative Thomas Massey's bill to stop double taxing Social Security? No. Did the majority stop funding the sickening undeclared wars in Iraq and Afghanistan? No. Did the GOP majority stop spending trillions of borrowed dollars on unconstitutional cabinets and medical care? No. She goes on and on, and of course, that's because we really, even though you have Republicans uh, in all those positions of power, you don't really have a majority because you have people on the other side who are part of the Republican Party who vote with the Democrats. It's always this, Joel. It's always like, oh, so close. No cigar. So next time, maybe. So close. It's the lie we've been told for our whole lives. That's right. Uh, uh, let me just say that I have to give credit you know, for Donald Trump for a couple of things. One, he's pulling out of the Open Skies Treaty. And <clears> amen <throat> for that which allows the, the Russians to fly surveillance aircraft over the United States. And we have satellites. They have satellites. So no more open skies with airplanes. You have to use your satellites, and uh, that's what they're doing. But another success, uh, he says that his administration failed to renew or used national security reasons to oust the Chinese company Costco, not Costco the store, but the Chinese shipping company Costco yes. out of Long Beach Harbor. They were the ones controlling the port there, uh, and uh, they have been now ousted. And I'll tell you, that has been a long time coming. Thank you, Donald Trump, for doing that. Amen to that. All right, let's uh, finish on this idea of Internet government or uh, Internet government trolls uh, and trolls in Google. Are they going to literally commit vote fraud and prevent Donald Trump from being uh, elected again? What do you think is going to happen? Is Hillary going to run? Give us a breakdown on what you think 2020 looks like. Well, I think Hillary's going to run. Very definitely, the Democrats are all shooting themselves in the foot by being enticed to go into this full socialism mode, which the American public is not used to. The millennials are and been propagandized by public schooling, and shame on anyone who sends their kids to public schools thinking they're going to get a good education. Even in Utah, they're just as controlled as everywhere else. But um, the... The point is, is that uh, Hillary's going to come in and moderate those demands. She's not going to, you know, go full bore as a leftist. And but still, uh, if she wins, and I'm not sure she can win against Donald Trump, uh, although there certainly is, you know, a hardened divide between the people. But there's a lot of people in the middle. Uh, and depending on how she runs her campaign, if she does real moderate, you know, she could uh, steal a lot of back of those populist votes from Donald Trump. But in any case, uh, I fear that even if Donald Trump gets reelected, because he's not going to be able to do anything big that he says, other than stopping climate change and slowing it down and these small little things that he's given him credit for, but he keeps ballooning the deficit, he keeps going towards uh, you know, a Republican version of universal high, he keeps going towards a TPP in the name of the NAFTA, the new NAFTA, uh, and he keeps... Uh, he keeps listening to intelligence who throws a big enough false flag and we'll be back in Syria and Afghanistan and everything else. So I just don't have confidence that he's going to do anything significant towards 
stopping the deep state. They're not going to get prosecuted. And if he gets reelected and we come up to 2024, by then I'll tell you it's guaranteed we never win another election again. And it's going to be a horrific onslaught of gun control. You watch what happened in California every week. They pass some new bizarre law. Yes. That's going to happen with Congress if the Democrats get controlled. And having I'm just afraid election fraud with Google manipulating votes and big tech shutting down guys like us and everything else. I'm afraid they're just going to flat out fraud the election. What are you going to do about it on the back end? That's my big fear. Yeah, I don't think it's actually going to be election fraud. It's called election influence, uh, one-sided influence. Uh, but it's same old election fraud about vote flipping. That's going to be going on still, but that can only manifest about 10%. All right, ladies and gentlemen, worldaffairsbrief.com. Get your copy today. Tremendous news. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. President Trump imposing economic sanctions on Turkey, calling on its government to stop its assault against Kurdish fighters and civilians in northern Syria. He's now also sending a delegation of U.S. officials to that region, as we hear from USA Radio's John Clemens. Vice President Mike Pence made the announcement that he'll be going to the region with National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien to begin negotiations. President Trump reiterated his offer uh, to mediate and arbitrate a negotiation between Syrian Defense Forces and the Turkish uh, military. Mr. Pence added the U.S. is calling for a ceasefire to bring an end to the violence. The USGS says a 4.5 magnitude earthquake rattled folks 25 miles northeast of San Francisco last night. There are no reports of damage or injuries. And this is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Allen Root. It's time to get in on the 21st century gold rush. I've been a buyer and collector of gold and precious metals for over 20 years. And the reasons the owners are stronger now than ever before in history. The central banks of the world are on a record buying spree. Shouldn't you be too? Do you think maybe they know something you don't? Prices are up $200 per ounce in just the last 60 days. In the last gold bull market, it took four years for gold prices to rise $200 per ounce. This is the beginning of an explosive new 21st century gold rush. Analysts see gold prices rising to between $2,000 and $10,000 per ounce. But who you buy it from may be even more important. Swiss America has been America's most trusted name in gold and silver for over 35 years. Swiss America has bought and sold billions of dollars of precious metals for tens of thousands of clients. You need to know how to capitalize and profit on this next big move. Call Swiss America today and receive a free special report just for my listeners. Call 800-BUY-COIN. That's 800-BUY-COIN or 800-289-2646 or visit online at SwissAmerica.com. First, he turned in his badge. And then the now former Fort Worth police officer who shot and killed a woman in her home over the weekend is behind bars. At approximately 6 p.m., Aaron Dean was arrested for the murder of Miss Jefferson. He has since been booked into the Tarrant County Jail. That's Fort Worth Police Sergeant Chris Daniels. Aaron Dean, the officer who is white, was responding to a neighbor's call about an open front door at the black woman's home. Police say he saw someone in the house through a rear window and fired, killing the 28-year-old woman who was, in fact, playing video games with her nephew in a dark room at the time. 
A list of 16 nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's Class of 2020 just announced. Among them, Pat Benatar, Dave Matthews Band, the Doobie Brothers, Judas Priest, Motorhead, Nine Inch Nails, T-Rex, and Todd Rundgren. Fans will be among those voting for the final inductees. And this is USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. I ran out of time last segment, but I wanted to highlight the World Affairs Brief from Joel Skousen is incredible. Okay, commentary on a troubled world delivered in your inbox every Friday with breakdown and details on stories like nobody's business. All right, you want to learn more, worldaffairsbrief.com. One of the things I want to highlight that we never seem to get to, but it's just as critically important. There's a preparedness tip every week in the World Affairs Brief. This latest one is on the new Titan Solar Generator. Check that out, worldaffairsbrief.com. All right, let's see. I want to talk a little bit more about this um, Ammon Bundy thing, or Rick Korber thing, I should say. Rick Korber's sentencing is today, Kurt. Ammon Bundy is going to hold a press conference about it at 11 a.m. on uh, today. You can go to the Bundy Facebook pages for details, either Ammon's Facebook page and or the family Bundy Facebook page. They'll have that um, press conference there so you can get that. We're going to have Ammon on tomorrow to break it down just for us. I don't deny that Rick Corbin may have made some mistakes. You know, it's very easy, to, as you point out, Kurt, to make mistakes when there's a gazillion laws out there. And it's, you know, at the same time, you know, as Joel says, we all got to be careful. Because they want to get us all. That's for sure. Um, so I agree with all sides of this thing. But I'm telling you, they're on a bender for Rick Corber. And they're going to give him 30 years if they can. Uh, and so there's a lot of people standing up saying, hey, this has got to stop. Uh, I'm one of them. Ammon Bundy's one of them. I wish I could be there today. But how do I run the talk show and be there and be everywhere at the same time? You know, I just. But anyway, Rick Corber sentencing today. Kurt, any comments on that? You know, it was interesting uh, over the weekend. I Spent a little time at a family event, and uh, one of his uh, close associates' um, families were there, and we talked a little bit about that, um, and uh, you know the different things there, and how uh, so many times uh, it just seemed like one one thing led to another, and they just kept after, and they they keep trying him for something or tra- trying to put him away, and. You know, and yet uh, those we know that are guilty of much greater crimes, whether it's Lois Lerner or so many others, uh, you know, Hillary, etc., they just seem to walk free, you know. And uh, You're right about that. Guys, it's a shame. Our prayers are with yeah. Rick and his family, and I'm just saying here, it's just, wow. Uh, I don't know what we can do about it is the problem. You know, a lot of us just feel like our hands are tied, and I don't have money. To, you know, be up there and protest that and skip my talk show and skip my day job. And and I just how do we fight back? How do we stand together? It's very, very difficult. But I appreciate Ammon, who will be there, who will do a press conference, who will then come on Liberty Roundtable Live to break it down. We're going to do all that. All right. ABC airs fake video of the Syria bombing. Donald Trump calls it a big, huge scandal. Turns out that ABC News issued a correction on Monday after the network ran what appears to be 2017 gun range footage. They reported his combat video from Syria. Kurt, is this possible to make mistakes like this, really? 
Well, remember, Sam, in your uh, presentation, uh, you know, about, uh, I think it had to do with uh, Glenn Beck and some others, uh, and they would just, and Sean Hannity, and they had some uh, inaccurate footage, you know, and they apologized for it later. Yeah, that was but, Sean Hannity on that one. Know, that's right. And uh, we see it so many times. Um, remember, he who owns the media makes the rules, as you've taught us so long. Uh, and uh, when these guys want to, they can manipulate us. And uh, it's happened many times, I think. Yeah, you're right about that. In fact, they say that ABC World Tonight reported on Sunday evening that a clip appeared to show Turkish-backed fighters bombing the Kurds. They literally called it a slaughter in Syria, Kurt. But the network re-aired the footage again on Monday's Good Morning America. Um, what I find interesting is um, World News Tonight noted a correction on Twitter Monday, said the video was taken down amongst questions of accuracy. Correction, we've taken down the video that ended on World News Tonight and Good Morning America. There were questions about its accuracy, but here's the point. They say ABC News regrets the error. Well, my question is, how do you get that fake news in there? And if the reporter was savvy on what he's reporting on, he's going to report the news and call it a slaughter. But wouldn't he watch the report? Like when I play a soundbite, I review the soundbite first to make sure I know what's going to go on the air. And wouldn't this reporter review it ahead of time? And how would he be deceived going, wait a minute, that's not the footage that I took, or that's not the footage that we had. And there's a disconnect between the reporter and the footage. The reporter either doesn't know the difference or flat out lied. Either way, the story, I just look at it and go, I don't believe it went down. I think the bottom line is they tried to perpetuate this lie. They tried to use it to make Donald look like a fool for slaughtering the Kurds or whatever, allowing Turkey to slaughter the Kurds. The bottom line is that didn't happen because Russia stepped in, as Joel Skousen wisely pointed out. And um, the bottom line is they literally weren't even there on scene to know the truth. They literally faked footage and got caught. And if they didn't get caught, they wouldn't even be um, backing away from this False narrative now, Kurt. Right? Great point, Sam. Mm -hmm. And it takes Liberty Roundtable Live to come on the carpet. I mean, we're, we're getting the true reporting from Joel Skousen on this. And ABC's running around running. Now, the gun range folks that, that actually had the gun range, from what I understand, Kurt, are the ones that said, hey, wait a minute. That's our video. That isn't. So let me ask you a mm -hmm. question. How do you get. Let me just understand this. 27 gun range footage. Um, and a gun range is like, wait a minute, that's our footage. How do you get that mixed in with your news reporting uh, on Syria and, and, and Turkey? And uh, how do you get that even mixed together in the first place if it wasn't intentional? I don't understand it. Like when I'm working on Joel Skousen's stories and news and stuff like that, Kurt, I don't just randomly get like, um, oh, I don't know, video from... Uh, Oh, Taylor Swift mixed in there by mistake. Oh, sorry, that was the Taylor Swift video. <laughs> and not recognizing it, not preparing for the broadcast, not... And even if the guy didn't see it beforehand, you might stop and go, wait a minute, this isn't the right footage, guys. I'm sorry to do this on the air live, but I got to... Or even after the fact, going, something wasn't right with that. Nobody said a word about this until the gun range and others went, wait, that isn't the right footage. And they got caught. They didn't realize an error. ABC News issued a correction. It's not a correction like, oh, my gosh, we inadvertently did this. I don't believe that narrative at all, Kurt. 
All well, right. It's understandable, I think, Sam. <sighs> wow. Yeah. And then they say that we're not worthy of our hire? We're like remember fake news the, guys? Uh, you know, it makes me remember the time when they, uh, I think it was CBS, when they, you know, admitted that they had uh, helped Bill Clinton so that he didn't look bad on one of his interviews and pretty much uh, gave him the presidency because of it. You know, yeah, we point. see this so many times. Well, he who owns the media makes the rules. That is for sure. All right. Google's stealth plan to defeat Trump in 2020. I mentioned this to Joel Skousen, and he believes it's a, you know, um, a bad deal, but maybe not up to the level of vote fraud. I say it rises to the level of vote fraud for sure. When Google has a, quote, stealth plan to defeat, plan to defeat Donald Trump, and they're literally intentionally shutting down voices like ours, David Capillion breaks it down and lays out the battlefield and explains Democrats, quote, secret weapon. Kurt? Well, um, you know, that's one of the things I love about the Breitbart uh, headlines. Most of the time, they basically just tell the whole thing in the headline. Uh, and, you know, that's that's what's going on here. Uh, you know, you've got, uh, you know, that that manipulation going on and yet uh, at least people are being awake uh, awakened to it i guess you could say and uh you know i i agree with you that in my opinion it's vote fraud but we've seen it forever sam i mean you know like in our state for example when mitt romney would show up and sneeze they'd put him on the front page of the newspaper he didn't you can't even buy the front page and yet ron paul this is back when they were running uh ron paul would you know spend or bring in millions of dollars and wouldn't even get a mention of the classifieds well and if so, they were forced you know, to mention it because one of us would would you know push the narrative then they'd go oh that was a bunch of bots on the internet with no evidence or proof Oh, that wasn't real people. And then we found out it was real people, and they got caught lying again. But again, no coverage on the back end or correction for that at all. And then you got Barack Obama's birth certificate, and you say they just mock us as birthers. But yet, hey, there's literally a fraudulent birth certificate out there. And if they don't cover that and get to the bottom of that, it's vote fraud. Or it's a participation in vote fraud. Or it's, I mean, you could say, well, wait a minute. That doesn't go that far, Sam. It doesn't rise to that level. Maybe so. But at what point does it? When you have a party that's not even government that literally controls who gets to be the runner. When you have a private party that literally uses the office of president and the White House to literally attack a political opponent. When you literally have, um, hey, there's evidence of, um, you know, forgery going on. And we just dismiss it and go, you're a nutcase. At what point does it rise to the level of, of what? Google's stealth plan to defeat Trump in 2020. David Capillion lays out the battlefield and explains Democrats' secret weapon. We'll finish up on that and then got to talk about our eight parents, too, coming up. Liberty Roundtable, live. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The calm before the storm. 
by a friend of Mejigoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q, the calm before the storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205 672 2000. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from Range magazine.com just click on the shopping cart the loving liberty radio network salutes the spirit of the american west and those who are keeping it alive at range magazine So David Kapillion over at WND.com doing a phenomenal job breaking down what on earth is going on. Google stealth plan to defeat Donald Trump in 2020. The battlefield laid out uh, highlighting what the Democrats' secret weapon is. Look, it's, it's not Google. It's what Google's doing that you got to understand. And if you want to learn more about it, watch the movie, the documentary called The Creepy Line. And it'll document in detail how Google is literally using their, quote, search algorithms uh, and the crowdsourcing of people's knowledge against us all. So, for example, they'll take a story and they'll bury World Net Daily and bury Liberty Roundtable Live and they'll promote CNN uh, on, say, for example, Turkey. Well, CNN, um, you know, they're a problem, Right. They're a problem big time. Okay? But they're not really going to focus on that. Okay? The ABC thing. Okay? They're going to promote the ABC story, but not promote our story. And I submit to you that the fake news reporting was from ABC in that case. Okay? Not from us. In fact, we told the truth of how it all went down and what's the good point and the bad points are and gave Donald a criticism when it was deserved and praise when it was deserved. But ABC News literally lied. It got caught lying. Okay? Well, so Google's going to promote, say, CNN or ABC, and they're going to reject us. Okay? So this stealth plan has to do with the algorithms they've put in place to literally manipulate the hearts and minds of the American people because the American people get a steady diet of propaganda. The American people get a steady diet of Sam and Curtin, nothing but conspiracy nuts. Uh, World Net Daily, nothing but a Christian news service, a whacked out extremist Christian news service. Um, you know, and, and so they manipulate and then they do the same thing with voting. So when you get the wrong facts about a given candidate or circumstance, then it's hard to know the truth. And it's hard to make decisions when you've got bogus details. I'll give you an example. The headline says this. Facebook won't pull ads that lie. By Cecilia Kang, Dateline, Washington. The 30-second video ad released by the Trump campaign last week is grainy. 
and the narrator's voice is foreboding. And it goes on and talks about how um, basically Hunter Biden and, and, and Joe Biden's family literally got rich off this stuff. And they say that's all lies. Well, now they're criticizing Facebook because, hey, they won't take down the lies. But we haven't vetted this. Okay, we, they haven't vetted to know the lies or not about what Joe Biden did or did not do, but that's what they're claiming. And so then Google's going to highlight and promote that Donald's ads lie. They're going to point to these um, you know, organizations that literally get caught promoting fake news big time, like Facebook and um, ABC and uh, you know CNN and... And they're just going to manipulate the truth. And the bottom line is, when you do that, you create a mismatch where people don't even want to vote. They're just like, oh, man, I don't know if Donald's a fraudster or if the good guys are the bad guys. And you create such confusion. For example, listen to the Biden corruption soundbite from Joe Biden promised Ukraine a billion dollars if they fired the prosecutor investigating his son's company. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. Got fired. But when President Trump asks Ukraine to investigate corruption, the Democrats want to impeach him. And their media lapdogs fall in line. They lost the election. Now they want to steal this one. Don't let them. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. So Joe Biden swears there, which I'm sorry about. The problem is I didn't want to be guilty of editing the soundbite, so people were saying I'm playing games. Because here's what the deal is. The Democrats are saying, hey, you know what, Facebook's not going to stop lying ads. But when you say lying ads, that was Biden right there saying he threatened them, literally bragging about, well, son of a bee, they fired him. They did what I said. Okay, now is it fake news when Donald says that and we got Joe Biden's voice literally claiming that? And then they want you to go, hey, don't believe what your eyes are telling you or what your ears are telling you. Hey, you know, Donald's lying here. It's all propaganda, Kurt, to the highest order. Facebook won't pull ads that lie. What? And so you don't even know what the truth is on the landscape. And then all Google's got to do is manipulate a few algorithms, promote a few Russian manipulations, or whatever the case may be, uh, Democratic National Committee manipulations, call you and I nuts, birthers and truthers and, you know, extremists of some kinds, conspiracy theorists, and then shut down our news and promote their news. And voila, he who owns the media makes the rules. And Google uh, has been caught doing this, literally committing vote fraud. And the creepy line highlights and documents this. Uh, and David Capillion over at WND really doubling down and highlighting this and providing a secondary double documentation about the truthfulness of the claims made here in the creepy line and other um, people that speak out about it. David Capillion's one of them, but just tremendous truth. But then the mainstream press is just like, oh man, Donald's lying. Never mind you hear Joe Biden flat out saying that yourself. This is what we're up against, Kurt. And that's why I think if we have honest circumstances, Donald will win in, a, in, a, in an absolute landslide. But with all this fraud going on, I just don't know who will win. How do you win against fraud like that? These big companies, Facebook and Google and Twitter and YouTube and the Democrats and the DNC backed by who? Getting foreign nations to do your bidding? A billion dollars on the line with literally one supposed senator, Joe Biden, or vice president at the time? Now, Donald's manipulating? Not. We don't have any of that proof. They've tried for that forever. But literally, Barack Obama uses the White House to spy on Donald. 
Joe Biden literally uses a billion dollars to Turkey and says, hey, you're just not getting the money and then bragging about it. Who has the pay dirt? And it's obvious to see the Democrats are guilty of sin, but no accountability. But they just managed to just run around with all these big tech companies. You know, Trump denounced the impeachment inquiry and condemned the, quote, unholy alliance of corrupt Democrat politicians, deep state Democrat swamp monsters and the fake news media. But now you got to add these big tech companies in there, too, because is Google part of the fake news media. See, I think so. But I don't know that we can recover from this corruption, that we don't do anything really to stop that I can see. I'm worried about it, Kurt. I don't know what will really happen, but I'm worried about it. Any final comments on that? Well, it's it's true, Sam. There's man, it's a, a massive uh, bunch of work we've got ahead of us, and I I don't really see any real uh, solutions that are outside things that we can do, like besides praying and uh, living the best we can and doing all we possibly can and hoping that the God of Heaven will uh, well open the Red Sea when we need it, you know. And uh, that's about all we can Amen to that. All right. Irate parents pummel government officials, Kurt. Well, yeah, Sam. Um, In this case, what you've got, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) is just some more uh, crazy stuff going on in the government schools. Um, In this case, you've got uh, people just complaining because there's uh this is a world net daily piece by the way and the headline reads all right irate parents pummel government official over porn in class and then uh, you know so they've got this going on and they had some meeting about it and the sub headline says if it's not suitable to talk about with adults how can it possibly be suitable to talk about in schools so they they had some meeting after this was going on and the parents were complaining and the parent basically said the same thing that the uh, that was being taught and the um, you know, head officials in the school said hey you got to tone down your language that's just inappropriate and he says hey if we can't talk about it, how can it be suitable for you guys to teach it? Um, and I think he has a really good point, Sam. What do you think? I think he has a valid point for sure. But again, as Joel Skousen said, you know, earlier yeah, he did. today, hey, you know what? Shame on you for putting your kids in the government school. If you're irate that government thugs are indoctrinating your children, then quit using the 10th plank of the Communist Manifesto to steal money from the rest of us and educate your children in the first place. What I mean is I I, I just think that the the, the anger and the outrage is a mockery. What do you expect from communist educators? What do you expect from the 10th plank of the Communist Manifesto? Well known for indoctrination. Well known for believing that males and females should just uh, make babies for the the benefit of the state and there shouldn't be family. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the agenda that that is backing and promoting and we're funding it as innocent individuals maybe. But uh, and you're you're surprised when it goes wrong. You're like, oh, my goodness. How can this be? Come on. I guess what you can. You can be grateful, though, Sam. This is happening in the United Kingdom, maybe not in your neighborhood. Not yet. yet. Um, it's coming to a school but, near you, baby. Um, 
<laughs> I think so. Uh, and this happened at a national parent forum of in Scotland, they call it. Uh, the Christian Institute explained that one of the parents faced off with Education Secretary John Swinney over there, uh, talking about this curriculum. And they said uh, when a father gave a graphic description of what he claimed was being taught, he was asked by the chair of the event to tone down his language. He responded by saying, if it's not suitable to talk about with adults, how can it possibly be suitable to talk about in school? Easy. How are we going to defer the next generation if you don't allow us to do that? That's the answer. Good point. The parents charged the lessons are corrupting children. Uh, the that. lessons on relationships, sexual health, and parenthood have been influenced heavily in recent years by pro-LGBT, pro-transgender, well, pro-abortion Nobody stands up against it, Kurt. You're exactly right. And you can say, well, they did. They, they had outrage. Yeah, but they're going to keep their kids in government school tomorrow. You watch. They're not really standing yeah. there. A lot of rhetoric, no reality said, check on it. One parent said pornography is positively promoted in these materials as something beneficial and helpful. These materials are not educational. Uh, Swinney, that's that government official in defense, claimed the material is age appropriate. But the Institute noted that in uh, Warwickshire, children as young as six were being taught about masturbation. There you go. Uh, See, it just goes on and on and on in these government schools, and we should know better. All right, final story before the end of the hour. It's just just getting too hot in the kitchen here, Kurt. We got a, you know, the average price of U.S. gas is $2.73 a gallon. $2.73 a gallon. That's 24 cents lower than a year ago. And the highest average price in the nation is $4. Dollars and twenty cents a gallon in San Francisco, and the lowest price in the nation is two dollars and seventeen cents in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So you know that's a little easier to handle that gas price, Kurt. Good point, Sam. Yeah, yeah. two seventeen. It goes from the low of two seventeen to four seventy four. Wow, you'd think the guys in uh, San Francisco could just head to you know Louisiana load up and then haul it back for a lot cheaper you know but yeah it's amazing, isn't it? there you go California it's... wonder why people leave the state you know yeah good Hard point to figure out well there you have it all right anyway thanks for being alongside for the ride tomorrow we'll talk about Kanye West we got a whole bunch of stuff we'll have Ammon Bundy break down that press conference we were telling you about we got a whole lot of news the networks refuse to use coming your way every day on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. For Sam and Kurt, we want you to know that you need to donate to LibertyRoundTable.com and help us tell the tale of liberty. Okay, It's expensive in the media, and we need your help. LibertyRoundTable.com, live and on-demand, radio-free at your fingertips. Spread the word, would you please? And for Sam and Kurt, we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic, but you got to get involved. Make it a great day and choose the right. We also declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic of the United States of America.